overhead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. You're around the shoot, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Texas Toast. I'm Miss Helen, along with the returning guest who has become a great friend of the podcast. I want to say hello to John Teague from the Teague Brothers. Hey, John, how's it going? What's going on, Helen? Thanks for having me back. Well, it's great to have you back. And I know last time we were together and visited, you were just coming off of fingers and thumb. And we had talked about, I don't want to go home. And wow, what a hit that one turned into. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming, but I was sure hoping it was going to take off, you know. Yes, it it absolutely did. And I just I, I remember that was when we were covering the backstory on it. And, but so congratulations on the success of that. So before Thank we you. jump into the music, let's play a little catch up. How are your cows? They're good. Uh, we actually <laughs> sold them all and leased them. I know last time we talked, I was in the middle of downsizing. Yes, you were. Uh, uh, the touring just kind of went crazy. After that, we start we didn't went up to the Midwest did all traveled the country. So I had to get rid of some cows and chickens Poor Desiree. I didn't want to leave her by herself, taking care of all that. Right. So anyway, so the cows are fine. Uh, someone else <laughs> is taking care of them now. <laughs> he did delegated that on. I well, did. that's good. Yes. Because you have definitely been busy. You've had almost, uh, I mean, at the end of the year with such success and nominations, I know you've got a nomination for Texas regional radio awards that's coming up. You're in a tough category. I mean, there's like, I can't win. I'm out. Well, you <laughs> there's never know. too many good ones, man. There's, there's so I know. Many good ones. That's what's so hard. It was like going yeah. through and watching the, the rounds of voting and, and doing the voting. Cause to me, every, I just want to give everybody, you know, thumbs up. Everybody wins. Everybody is a winner mm-hmm. in our Texas music scene. So you have been in the studio at amusement park in Lubbock yeah. and working with an awesome producer. Let's talk about dig into your music and what you've been working on. So we started, uh, we decided we wanted to do a full length record with, uh, well, I kind of mentioned it last year, uh, going into the podcast, I was so excited to go, but let me tell you, it was like way above and beyond my expectations. Wow. Scott is a wizard about hands down. I mean, he, he set Flatland up for the rest of their lives on their career path. And I mean, obviously Cleto's songwriting had a lot to do with it, but the way uh, uh, Scott has an ability to really pull those emotions and words out and turn them into a full band, you know, song that uh, I learned so much from him that priceless information. And then on top of that, the experience was just enlightening. Um, made friend made a probably made a best friend for life with Scott you know i mean him and his whole crew and family are just fantastic they totally rolled out the red carpet for us and he's as nerdy about songwriting as i am so we just went down rabbit holes i mean it was so fun three four o'clock in the morning you know chasing down some vibe or just an idea and uh we really caught some magic i, I think i think we caught some magic for sure um, but yeah, so that whole experience was absolutely amazing and I cannot wait for everybody to hear everything. It's just been, uh, it's all bottled up, you know, and we still don't have all the mixes in, but we have a few. And, uh, 
So I found trouble was the first of those mixes. We wanted to put something out by the end of the year, you know. And let's stop at that one right now. We'll talk some more about the album. Yeah. I found trouble when I found trouble. I, I went well when I <laughs> when the song came through and I previewed it. I was so excited. Like I emailed, like we emailed Jen right away. We previewed it on Texas on Tap, and oh, um, I just love the up tempo, the sound, and and the whole meaning behind it. Like sometimes those complete opposites. That's just so talk yeah. about. I found trouble. Tell me about that single. So when I wrote the song, I, I was in my head, I was imagining an Aggie falling in love with a UT girl. You know, it's a little more sophisticated person in this farmer rancher guy who's trying to like, you know, uh, whatever, court her. And then it but it just turned into like, well, man, it, it, like I said, an Aggie rancher guy, it's just an average. It's just me and my wife, because like she's like to me, she's way out of my league and. So I could immediately dive into the song and like uh, put myself in that character's shoes and uh, just really, I wanted a dance song. It need we needed, I say we need, I think every band needs a damn dance mm -hmm. song if you ask me, but, mm -hmm. but uh, that to me, that was just one of them that I wanted to really just make fun, have a fun light mood about the whole song. I've got enough songs about rainbow bridges and stuff and, and darker th themes, but, so really, that was it. I just it's as simple as that. I wanted this fun song that was catchy with the lyric, the skip, jump and bounce off a of fumble, you know, just tying all that together. And I remember waking her up in the middle of the night. I was like, hey, check this. Check this out. <laughs> he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, well, that's better than get out of the bed and go leave me alone. So I thought I had something there and. So far, I, th I think it's being well received, you know. Oh, yes. It's charting very good. Like in the Texas country music chart, CD Extraction, Texas, you're in the top 30. I mean, it keeps it's it's moving up and it and it rose fast. fast. It, it did. It did. Fast. It did. It rose fast. At the end of the year, it was like in the 50s, you know, but we, we figured that we put it out late in the year. So uh, intentionally, I mean, mm -hmm. we, we wanted there to be uh, wanted to kind of just put new content out mainly for the streaming and then uh, radio, uh, they latched on real quick and which is great. And we're like, Oh, awesome. That's awesome. That's a good sign for next year. And so far, yeah, it jumped up. I mean, at least 20 spots in almost all categories. So it pretty quick. I mean, within a month, you know, since yes. the first. Yes. So I feel good about it. We'll see. And you know, I, I, I really, I want things to chart, but I'm mostly, you know, I'm almost just having fun here. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm hoping everyone's just enjoying what we're putting out, man. You know, it's no longer you caught my eye, UT girl. Front of the line, I'm no fool to be fooling around. You're educated, and I'm a clown. Not sure how, not sure why you flirt with the living dead. I'm a 5 a.m. workday, money comes someday. I'm just gonna slow you down.
in your eyes when you start talking about this new album it's like your eyes are just lighting up so can you give us some more insight on the type of songs that you'll have on it oh yeah okay so there's like this crazy song that one night oh man i wish scott was here to tell it with you with me but one night we wrote this well i had written this song it's just like kind of the this weird song it's called blow uh, it'll be coming out later this year it's going to have its own music video. It's like its own little world. But anyway, um, standard kind of dark, weird song. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, you have these black sheeps sometime on a record. It's like not what you would expect on my last record. It was eight legs and it's just a rock and roll tune. You know, you wouldn't expect it on the record with harvest day, you know, or coyote. It's totally different. Uh-huh. So this is, this is like, staying kind of tipping the hat at that keep going in that or keeping that alive that kind of like oddball song and uh yeah it was like a one of those three or four a.m things he had put a mic outside and captured the uh uh rain and the cars driving by and stuff is pouring down rain in lubbock which is rare um or at least according to him and he was like man it's pouring down rain so he's like catching it and we literally cut the whole song live so like what you hear is a live take with the recording from outside and if you heard the song you would just be like there's no way that all this was one take live it was it was unreal um like I said, I'm obviously still excited about it, but th- that, that's like the how the whole freaking record went was one magical moment to the next. It's almost too much, you know, just like too, like I said, just like over the top. I wish the damn thing was out right now, man. I really do. I do too. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, so when's the drop date for this? When can we start pre-saving? When can we start looking forward to it? 
I know. I'm sorry. Well, I got one coming out next week. It's uh, just the, but after this one that's releasing next week, a song called January. Um, it will be a long time before you get the rest of the record. Unfortunately, it's just the way that's things just how it goes. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah. But it's all right. Y'all have two songs to chew on for a while until then. So <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. Shuffle of a page turn All the things we've come to learn Some worth keeping, some to burn It's all worth living It's kindled for a hot fire Useless as a joke prior to the fun boat punchline Meaningful mention So um, how's your band doing? Uh, you were mentioning that um, you've had a few making a change there. Yeah, my drummer has been with me for almost four years and he's made decision to go to work. He's turned 30 this year and decided that he wanted he'd rather go and did at least try a career out and see how that goes. And it was a really sad. He played our last he played his last show with me last weekend. And, uh, you know. We cried, we drank, we celebrated. It was a great time. I wish Tyler all the best, you know, and uh, going to miss him. Uh, we we grinded it out in Austin, you know, like in that parking in alleyways and dragging our gear a mile to these places and getting parking tickets together and, you know, out and, and roughing it out, playing on shows that had 10 bands in the lineup and, like, not getting paid. Like, he was there, you know, so just – I'm definitely going to miss it. You know, we shared so much together, but uh, the rest of the band is doing great. We're really excited. We've got a new drummer. His name's Alan Green. If you don't know Alan, you should. He's uh, one of the best. I'm very fortunate that we're going to get the opportunity to work with him. Um, he's a phenomenal live drummer and studio musician. He's he's one of the best. Uh, the rest of the band is doing just fine. I mean, we're working our butts off like, as usual to try to give our best live show. Like that's it's 2022. So we're like, we got to shake the set up. We got to put the, some of the new songs are going to be in the set. So really, if you want to hear a lot of these new songs, come to the show. Cause we're playing four or five of the new ones now. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a party, man. They're a good time. Well, I was looking at your schedule. Speaking of shows, you got a big one coming. You'll be playing at the Houston rodeo barbecue cook-off. Oh yeah. That'll be nuts. It'll be nuts. That's one of my favorite events to do. We get asked to play at different tents, but this year we're getting to play with a guy, Pinkerton's Barbecue in San Antonio. You ever heard of that? I mean, if you haven't, you should go there. Oh my God, they're fantastic. He has a place in Houston too, but uh, he's cooking that night. It's the, it's some of the best barbecue you can have in the state. And that's saying a lot. I don't know. This is Texas, but I, I firmly stand behind that. I have to be so careful when I go to that cook-off. But I mean, ever, <laughs> since, ever since I was young, mm -hmm. it's like every time I go, I end up showing my ass. And it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm even older now. It's like 
but it's Gotta always behave, fun. I know. Now you're, yeah. Now everybody knows who you are. I guess just <laughs> too much access and too much samples. You know, it's like uh-huh. sample this and sample that. I'm talking about the, uh, of uh, yeah, the beverages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it seems like either the weather is perfect or it's horrible when you go out to the cook-off. But it's always mm-hmm. fun. I, we always make great memories. But I've been going there for so so long, and I'm trying to think if there was ever one time I actually behaved myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. man some of my former band members man they are they are they're too bold to be one <laughs> yeah, i gotta I, this time we set some rules like hey guys look none of that there's too many cops around here <laughs> but you know what i like about it even as big as it is it's like it still is like small town because like I, i'll run into friends i haven't seen in years from like mm-hmm. my hometown or you know or you know, you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. like even though it's as big as it is it's mm-hmm. just kind of like still going to like a county fair and meeting up with buds and catching up it is it is no doubt it's 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 a good time to be had everywhere you go there that's so yeah it's one of my favorite shows to do every year glad it's happening this year so what are some of the other shows that you have coming up that you'll be playing that you're looking forward to well we've got something coming up with giovanni and the hired guns and it's looking like it's going to be a sold out show we just booked one with randall king we've had one booked with shane smith for for almost well, I guess about eight months now. I'm, it's finally going to come about in April. Um, or we have a big, we're headlining a bunch of shows in February. So February is going to be jam packed. March is looking like it's going to be jam packed. And April is already, we got a, a whole tour we're doing in April, like a 10 day run out to the East Coast. We're going to go hit, we try to go up to like North Carolina, but we'll see. Well, we might be just stopping in Georgia and turning around because we play with Shane Smith at the end of that run on the 23rd of April. So there's a lot of like right here in the first quarter, first two quarters. It's just seems awesome. I'm just so totally excited about it. So It's very exciting to think about from, you know, talking to you, it was last May, we had our visit to, and been following you and all the great things that's been going on. And, and you are just so fired up. I can tell. And how was, <laughs> how was Steamboat for you? Oh man. It's about like your experiences. That you <laughs> <laughs> I showed my ass everywhere I went, but man, it was so fun. Yeah, that steamboat is like where this band started. So it's like every time I go, it's just a giant celebration of like getting to hang out with all the musicians that we don't get to see because they're wherever they are, they're touring. You know, we're always opposite each other. And so being in that one place, like, and then kind of not realizing how many people were paying attention to us all this time. So like when you show up and like, people are approaching you and like we've opened up for Stony LaRue a few times, but we never got to actually talk to him. Well, over there, he was like, Oh man, you know, if, he's like, I, I wish you'd come say, ah, I love y'all, man. And me and him, we spent like a whole night together playing around. I mean, those late night jams at steamboat, it was like me, him, Matt Hillier, Matt Skinner, the bronze brothers. I mean, you name it. I mean, it was Jeff Crosby and, just passing song. I mean, it just, that's a magical place that that doesn't happen. You know, it, it, don't, it doesn't happen anywhere else except there. Maybe a little in mile zero, but I don't think it even happens at mile zero like it does at a steamboat. So, right. yeah, it's my favorite place to be for sure. 
my wife thinks I'm crazy when I go out there because it's 5, 6 a.m. by the time I get back into the room. Then I sleep until noon, wake up and make a toddy and go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's rough, man. It's like three or four days of just like hanging in there. Well, we're going to keep following. I found trouble as it goes up the charts. And then we talked about the, you'll have something dropping first part of, well, next week is the first part of February. Yes, so ma'am. You, you've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of big shows. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. We do. Got some great music coming up. I hope everyone enjoys. Next week is, a, is definitely a contrast from I found trouble. So we're hoping y'all get it. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Is there anybody in particular lately that you've been co-writing with? Well, I did write a song with a guy named Fred Kohler. If you look him up, Fred Kohler, that's K-O-L-L-E-R. He has written a bunch of songs for Robert L. Keane. He's written songs for Keith Whitley. I mean, and so one of his songs uh, are on our record. Like when we, I mean, him and I co-wrote it together. Um, so I'm really excited about. That's some, probably the most notable one. Me and my guitar player has been writing a little bit. but Really, last year I didn't have time to go to Nashville, but maybe like two or three times. So the co-writings have been slow. But hell, we were busy. I had a whole yes, I had a whole bunch of stuff to do and a record to make. So yeah. All right. Well, I think we covered it all. Is there anything else going on we need to know about? <laughs> no, I got some really cool stuff about to happen with some merch. Uh, my brother and I made a, a record in 2016. We put it out in 2017, and we take we took it down. But we're going to put her together with a T-shirt and a koozie. And me and my brother, you know, he's not even in the band anymore, but we're going to sign him and then sell that package. So, like, you can only get that record if you buy it. And I only have, like, 200 left. So that'll be fun. You'll you'll see that come. So that's a really cool little project that him and I did, you know, when the band first started. So Yes, yes. And yeah. I, I love that because I love the whole story. If you don't mind, let's review with the class just in case there's people that missed <laughs> it from the first interview. How yeah. Teague Brothers Band, how you got named. <laughs> I love yeah. that story. <laughs> yeah, like we were just playing uh, cover tunes and – I was just getting my feet wet. I'd been a drummer for a while. So uh, my brother and I started just playing shows like hotels and Mexican restaurants here in town, <laughs> here in Port Arthur and stuff. And on the flyer, it was a like, well, the promoter in town, she said, she said, oh, your brother's going. Well, she was just she literally like without asking him, she just started putting the Teague brothers are here. The Teague brothers are there. And I mean, I a, a year later. We're the Teague Brothers. We're the Teague Brothers band. Yeah, that was it. We didn't even get to choose our our band name. Oh, well, it's worked out good. And I know in our last visit, too, we had talked about, you know, our our relation with living on the coast. Did Hurricane Nicholas get y'all? No, no. We we dodged them. It It came right here to me. Oh, no. Right. How did that go? It didn't go good. It didn't go good. We're still cleaning up the mess and still got insurance adjusters and all that. But it was supposed to be a tropical storm. But I know you and I had talked to hurricanes and living on the coast and having to Mm -hmm. be prepared and how we've both. I know we've dodged a bullet so many times here, but we didn't with that one. It was. They seem to be picking up, don't you think? I don't Mm -hmm. know. 
you know, and I should know better because, you know, that one forms so close to the coast to where, you know, there's so much variation and so much that could happen. You know, growing up, you know that. And Mm. oh, no, it didn't say a storm. And the eye just bounced right out here, right Mm. by us. And then anyway, so, yeah, we're cleaning up. It was quite an experience. So anyway, you wrote it out. Yes, I did. We had 97 mile an hour wind gusts and we're on the island and we're right, you know, right here. And three to five. Anyway, I ended up I ended up making friends with like this this crazy storm chaser guy. He's like real famous. His name's Reed or something. And he had some of his stuff set up. Yeah, it turned out to be it's a pretty interesting story how I got into the whole meteorological stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Anyway, so back to your music and back to everything coming up. We're looking forward to all the great things ahead of you. I just, I mean, I just, I had no doubt, you know, that you would end 2021 with a bang, but 2022 is just going to be freaking amazing for you. I hope so. I hope so, Helen. I'm trying like hell, man. (laughs) Oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. We're going to have you back on again and be following everything. Sounds good. John Teague with Teague Brothers Band. Thank you so much, John. Thanks, guys. See you later. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. From as she left, I dare to say, well, you can go to hell. And hell, I'll go to Texas. I've had my fill of every place but home. Well, take away these city lights, put me on a one way flight. I'm leaving out of here tonight. Just consider me. My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all this cowboy hat.